Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So I just put my four-year-old down, and uh, as I was putting her down, she, like any four-year-old, stalls by asking for things and she asked for chocolate milk and floss she's not she's not even four she she had apple in her teeth and she wanted floss we are not dentists i don't know uh how she even knows about floss but she asked for floss like she was gonna uh floss her teeth before bed and i was thinking to myself i i don't think i discovered floss because I grew up with um, parents who I'm not blaming them but they basically taught me nothing as far as um, I mean they, as far as life skills right they just um, bought us Levi's and uh, made sure we had some cool shit but you know uh, as far as like flossing making your bed how to do the laundry uh, they taught us none of that but she asked for floss and uh it reminded me of the time we were in Palm Springs and so Logan drinks uh, kombucha we started giving her kombucha uh, when she was a baby because she started sipping um, it off of us when we were drinking it and uh, we were in Palm Springs at, at a restaurant and um, the server was like 70 walks up to our table we also taught we also taught Logan um, early on to say excuse me and for some reason she just ran with it so she just says excuse me like constantly she says excuse me it's like annoying right so she says to the waiter excuse me uh do you have some kombucha <laughs> and the waiter looked at her like fucking california kid are you kidding me he said no we don't have kombucha and i think he wanted to strangle her anyway as i was um just after i put her down i uh picked up the remote control to uh go through netflix now the thing about television these days i don't know about you but for me i there's there's uh so much to watch that i watch nothing right so i pick up the remote i uh go through netflix and i'm just kind of flipping through it like you're swiping they are just baseball cards and then i just i don't want to watch anything so i basically see what is on television but i do not watch any television and I was thinking to myself, you know, why do I have the urge to pick up my phone and scroll through social more than watching something on TV? Now, there are some shows, of course, documentaries and stuff that I really enjoy. But overall, I actually genuinely prefer scrolling social. And I'm not saying like you know, mindlessly, uh, with intention. So just seeing what my, what my friends are up to, um, you know, following specific people who talk about certain things. So part of it is educational, part of it is just feeling kind of connected to a community. And I just realized that we live in a world where I think today more than ever, uh, you know, the whole celebrity is dead and we are more interested in real people's lives and I think this is a good thing and I think this is why 
this whole idea of a blockbuster movie um, is is dying, and this whole idea of a movie star is dying um, because we'd rather watch our neighbors. We would ra- rather watch something that uh, we have customized and curated. And I, I and I'm saying this because I um, uh, about a month ago I uh, was at a restroom and I put Logan on top of a uh, towel dispenser because the public restroom is. I didn't want her to stand on the floor. I had to take a shit. And I've heard way too many stories about uh, kids getting abducted, especially girls. You know, the unthinkable. And so I brought her with me. And it was like a 20-second video. I posted it, and it got 6 million views, <laughs> which is the most uh, most eyes any of my uh in the last you know 16 years i've been whether it's a blog post or a video it's the most eyes that have ever been on anything that i've posted and the reason i'm sharing that is because i realized that 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 is proof that people are more interested in the direct conduit into someone's life because uh i guess because it's honest and, and 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 there's truth there than things that are produced so speaking of produced um, or speaking, not produced, speaking of um, social media and uh, me expressing myself. Um, I think out of everyone I know around me, uh, I tend to be the one who posts the most. And uh, I know a lot of people, um, they hate posting. And they're like, fuck, I got to do it because it's... It's helpful for my job or my practice. It's you know it's something that the that is now kind of standard. I don't like doing it, but I have to. I actually uh, really I don't even think about if I like it or don't. It's just ingrained in my lifestyle, and I think it's because I started 16 years ago on Tumblr after a divorce, and at that time, um, and this is pre-social media, uh, blogs were brand new. And uh, someone told me to um, get on a new website called Tumblr. And I got on it and I didn't, I just started blogging. And I created a blog called uh, The Angry Therapist because I thought that was kind of funny. And my very first post was called My Fucking Feelings. And I remember, I remember how I felt. And and I think partly it was because of where I was at my life at the time. uh, Because I was rebuilding my life after divorce and I was in transition um i i I was just a a baby therapist um working in nonprofit, getting hours toward licensure i got obsessed with blogging um because i think it was my little secret thing that i got to do that was for me you know i remember when i was um around 10 uh what what i had then was also uh or, or the the version of that was was my legos and this is before Legos came with instructions. Today, I think Legos are ridiculous because you put something together and it looks exactly like it's supposed to on the box. It has all the instructions and there's no, there's no fun in um, what a kid could build with his, his imagination. Back then when I was 10, I had two or three giant bins of Legos, hundreds or thousands of pieces. And um, I would go into my room and I would just build and build and build and create. Um, 
and of course show my friends, but I would be in that room building and hitting flow states, forgetting about time. And uh, the Tumblr post-divorce was me connecting to that 10-year-old who got to express himself creatively and it was his thing, you know. Um, when I was building Legos in my bedroom, there was no one in there with me. I was by myself. I was in my zone. And it was just for me. And so I think that's what Tumblr did for me. And so it laid tracks early on for me to start documenting my story, expressing myself. And uh, I also realized that I was more transparent on the blog than I would be in real life. Like, I would write things and share things that I probably wouldn't tell someone in person. Um, but something about hiding behind a screen and punching keys when I should have been writing case notes <laughs> um, made me super vulnerable and honest. There's a lot of noise happening outside and I'm kind of scared because uh, we live in an area where there's bears uh, bears go through our trash and I hear someone or something going through our trash now I know I'm bird walking but one sec um, I left the front door wide open because I'm the only one home and if Logan gets out of bed I want her to see I want her to see that uh, she's not alone in the house but by having the door wide open, um, animals can go inside our house. Um, a bear or a raccoon or a bobcat or a mountain lion. Okay, I see what it is. It's the Amazon guy. The Amazon guy just dropped off a bunch of boxes and I just waved at him. And he's looking at me thinking, oh my god, there's a fucking Korean dude in a sauna. That, and the inside of the sauna looks like a club. By the way, shout out to um, Spiritual Quest for the sauna. It's beautiful. I love it. I'm not making fun of the the lights. These these lights actually um, they're infrared. They they help you are supposed to help you, um, but they are coming out via rainbow like a like a dance club. And so uh, the Amazon guy is probably like, "What the fuck is that half naked Korean dude talking into his chopstick?" I I have a microphone attached literally have a microphone attached to my chopstick so i'm holding it and um he's in a sauna talking into his microphone half naked in his garage what the fuck is going on but i gotta say i'll bet you these amazon guys have seen everything anyway thank god it wasn't a bear Okay, so back to Tumblr. 16 years laying tracks of, um, <laughs> I just not, I just waved home. Um, 16 years of laying tracks of expressing myself and my feels. And then, so when social media came out, I just basically rolled that into uh, Instagram, Facebook. And, uh, and then when podcasting came out, um, took a butter knife to social media and then you know and, and you know here i am now talking into my chopstick in, in my sauna and i'm at like seven or eight hundred episodes and i don't think about it as work 
it's it's so ingrained in it's it's kind of like how people uh who do fitness and it's become their life and they do fitness and they've done it for so many years that it's just a way of life it's like eating breakfast it's like taking a shit me turning on the camera or the microphone um whether i am answering a question or uh in this episode talking about my feelings just rambling and shit or engaging with um a community or writing a blog post um all of that just has become because i've just swam too far to turn back it's become my life i don't think about it as like a business or i need to do it it's just become something that i do i brush my teeth i work out i ice plunge uh, and i do uh this stuff i do content i do i hate that word content but i document my story you know, I also write self-help books. <sighs> One thing I wanted to share, um, th- what's hard for me is, is, and I think this is why I'm here, half naked talking to you, is because uh, I also use social media in various platforms as, and this is what, what was therapeutic uh, for me with Tumblr, as kind of um, uh, my, as my therapist. You know, uh, uh, you know, sitting in this, this sauna, I feel like I'm in a confessional, but, um, the confession, the act of expressing my truth and state, uh, is like journaling. It is very therapeutic in that I am without rehearsal, allowing what's inside to surface and to, um, put that, uh, in this case, not on paper, but on, on, on video. And I don't even think of video uh, as video. I just think of it as um, as if I'm like typing on a screen. You know, I don't think about the permanence of video. I don't think about uh, what I look like, what I'm doing. Um, I just do it. And there's something very therapeutic. And the reason I'm saying that is because, um, so at night... After the baby goes down, it, it's it's when I struggle the most. And I know this is a pattern of mine. Uh, and I wonder if I get it uh, from my dad. I know my dad, um, he was never diagnosed of being bipolar, but man, he had mood swings. He was the kind of guy where when things were good, I mean, he, uh, he was very charismatic and he was very expressive and jokey and I mean, he was like the funnest guy in the room when things were good. When things were bad, I mean, it was the sky was falling and uh, there was no hope, right? Um, I didn't know his internal life, uh, but he was also an alcoholic. And so the highs and lows, I don't know if it's genetic or if it's just been passed down by being raised by uh, him, but uh, I, I have that. And, you know, when I hit the lows, I understand I understand like the loneliness of um you know probably like what robin williams felt and i don't know his i don't know him i don't know his story other than you know what the public knows but i understand how lows can get so low uh that you question everything you know you question what's the point of all this why you know do i need to suffer or struggle like i understand the feeling of hopelessness and at night it hits hard you know and then in the morning 
Um, I'm filled with hope. I am super grateful and I have so much energy and I want to, you know, attack the day and I feel super creative. And then night hits and it's like the, uh, it's like the carriage turning into a pumpkin. Um, I could get, I could get kind of depressed. And so I think, uh, consciously or subconsciously I'm using, uh, podcasting as a way, like I did use Tumblr back in the day as my therapy. And, uh, there's something therapeutic about just talking, even if you don't have a point just to express, you know, I just hit post after my talks. <laughs> I do it publicly, but, uh, I think that's why I do it. I think that's why I do it so much. And I think what I get out of it is sometimes more than, um, what my, my listeners get out of me. And, uh, it's a space for me to, um, talk about my feelings, you know? So at 50, I've been feeling a little, I don't know if the word is down, definitely feeling like, okay, the nineties was 30 years ago. Like the, the oldies when I was growing up, uh, high school, college was like Elvis, Beatles, like the oldie station, right? Beatles, Elvis, all that shit from the fifties. And, uh, not shit. It's, it's good. It's good quality music, but, um, music from the fifties, sixties. Now that same station that is, uh, the oldies is playing, um, all the music I went to high school, <laughs> all the music I was listening to when I went to high school, the Pesh Mode, the Cure, the Smiths. And, uh, I'm reminded every day how far the nineties were. I mean that, you know, it's back in style now it's vintage and as a 50 year old, holy shit, just knowing that I've been on this planet for half a century, it, it never hit me until this year. And, uh, I am grateful that, um, you know, I could still get up and move. I don't have any like major, um, injuries, illnesses. Um, I'm fairly in, in decent shape. I haven't lost all my hair. Uh, I still have, um, a libido, you know, and, um, I'm grateful for those things, but I'm at that point in my life where because of my age, it's like, it's not that I'm tired or it's not that I'm not ambitious anymore. There's a strange calming. There's this feeling that you are going to be more picky on what you do with your time or how you spend your time. Uh, at 50, it's easier to say no. You care less about what people think. You know, at this point, fuck, I mean, I don't care what you think about me because, I mean, to a certain extent I do, of course, because I'm human, but I'm 50. And also, <laughs> the shit that I've posted, because there's so much, I can't delete any of that. I mean, it would take a lifetime just to... So it's like there's a letting go. There's an acceptance. There's a settling in to self. And yes, there is um, liberation in that, you know, uh, and yes, there is a grounding in that and a comfort in self, which also is a connection to self. There, There is more of a 
um, me going through life, taking a beat and a breath, which is usually not like me. It's I spent most of my life very high strung and people telling me calm down. So there is this kind of blanket of calm and a centeredness, right? At the same time, with that comes just the knowing with all the grays in your hair that, uh, that you are older, that you are 50. And um, I do feel the clock ticking, you know? I wanna do more. At the same time, life has taught me that that kind of wanting is only healthy to a certain extent because if you want so much that you start to pause life, which I've done for so many years of my life, then the want um, becomes, you become a prisoner to that want, right? And then I think that want actually moves further away from you. And so there's an art, I think, to wanting more, but at the same time, accepting where you're at, how far you've come, what you have. And it's in that kind of acceptance and gratitude that I think that we, we, we can become magnets. And so strangely at 50, the ticking clock to me is louder uh, because, you know, because of the things that I want to do and accomplish. And at the same time, because I'm 50, although the ticking clock is louder, there is in my body a feeling of no longer chasing. And so it's this weird limbo experience of like wanting, but also too tired to care or chase. And it's a, it's a strange state. I, I, um, I'll be honest, I don't like it. It's new, it's weird. Uh, I loved my 40s because I felt like I was climbing. And now that I'm 50, it's not like it doesn't feel like I've reached the mountain or the top of anything. It feels kind of like a tunnel, and I don't I don't like that feeling. Um, I I feel old. I feel uh, kind of outdated. I feel like it's easy to be forgotten. I caught an episode of um, Polly Shore on YouTube, and he has his own little. Uh, show on YouTube now and um, most of his guests have no idea who he is and uh, you know because he's from my generation and just watching him uh, do this little home production show on YouTube I guess it's a podcast with this little scarf around his neck uh, it, it almost it kind of made me feel sad you know because I think he's older than me but you could see it in his eyes that like he wants what he feels like he's um, meant to do in this world, uh, entertain and host a show and all that. And at the same time, you, there's a, a, a look in his eye where he knows that uh, he has been forgotten. And I caught that the other day and kind of made me sad. And I, I, I related to that. Um, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not saying that I'm, a, I'm not a celebrity, so I'm not forgotten in that way, but kind of forgotten in that um, no one cares. No one cares because the world is moving too fast. And um, there are more profiles than stars in the sky. So all the more reason to be you, you know, all the more reason to 
actually do your thing because there's also people on YouTube who have flourished because Hollywood wouldn't let them in so they created their own thing and now they are um, really thriving so that's one thing I remind myself is to continue to be you continue to be honest and uh, continue to share your story anyway thank you for listening 